everyone and welcome back to Gals Getting Rich. I'm your host Vetsa and I'm here with your other host Maeve and today we're going to talk about backdoor and mega backdoor Roth IRAs. So just a quick heads up, for a normal backdoor Roth IRA, the last day for 2022 was Wednesday, December 21st, but you can actually keep adding to your Roth IRA until the last day of the year for the mega backdoor Roth IRA. Leveraging a backdoor Roth conversion is a savvy way for many high earners to invest in a Roth IRA because of the income max limits. So what is a backdoor Roth conversion? A backdoor Roth conversion is a way for high income earners to contribute to a Roth IRA even if their income exceeds the maximum income limit set by the IRS for Roth IRAs. In 2022, the income limit is 144000 for single filers and 214000 for married filers. Yeah, and I was just going to say one thing. I think a lot of people, since the names are so closely related, think that you can't do both a backdoor Roth IRA and a mega backdoor Roth IRA, but you can do both. The only thing is that you would only do a backdoor Roth IRA depending on what your income is. If you are above the income limit for contributing to a Roth IRA, then you would do a backdoor Roth IRA to circumvent that income limit. Mega backdoor Roth IRA is open up to anyone so long as your employer allows it. We will touch on the mega backdoor Roth IRA later in this episode. First, we are going to do a deep dive into what the backdoor Roth IRA is, how to do it, the advantages of it, when you would or when you wouldn't do it, etc. The backdoor Roth IRA is just like a normal Roth IRA. You are contributing money to a Roth IRA. When you do it with a normal way, you're just doing it directly to your Roth IRA. With the backdoor, you have one extra step to go through before you can go to your Roth IRA. Just to back up, Roth IRAs provide great tax advantages for everyone alike. When you contribute to a Roth IRA, you are contributing after-tax money, and it can grow tax-free until the time you retire. Another cool thing about them is that there are no required minimum distributions, similar to what a traditional 401k would have where once you hit retirement age, the government makes you withdraw a certain amount of money every year and pay tax. With a Roth IRA, because you already paid tax on it and you're never going to pay tax on that money again, even including your capital gains, the government is not going to force you to withdraw from it. So it's a great long-term investment and great investment vehicles to then pass down to your grandkids if you so wish. One thing that was kind of cute that someone mentioned was we are paid semi-monthly, so we get 24 paychecks a year. But people who are paid bi-weekly get 26 paychecks a year. And previously with a $6,000 limit, it was an even $500 a month contribution. But now it's a little bit weird because it's $6,500 and that's not divisible by 12. Mm-hmm. However, people who are paid bi-weekly with 26 paychecks, all they have to do is contribute $250 every paycheck. Theirs is still like divisible since they have 26. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like 6,500 is divisible by 26, but not 24. So they still have like an even number per paycheck, but we don't. I see. Okay, so you might be wondering, how can I take advantage of a backdoor Roth conversion? You can invest up to 6,500 or 7,500 if you're over the age of 50. So if you're under the age of 50, 6,500 of after-tax capital into a Roth IRA before the end of the year of 2023, because this is releasing at the end of 2022, just to clarify. But this might make sense for you if you make more than 144000 a year as a single filer or more than 214000 a year filing jointly, and if you do not already have a traditional IRA. One thing to 
note that's very important is this is a decision to make after consulting with a tax professional, which is not us. So please keep that in mind. Gals Getting Rich does not provide tax advice and or determine if this conversion is suitable for you. We're just explaining how it works. So how do you get started? The first step is open both a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA via any brokerage. So whoever you use, that's totally up to you. Yeah, and if you are already contributing to a Roth IRA or you work previously, you probably already have a Roth IRA. I'm in the same boat as you where I had a Roth IRA prior to this. And going to 2023, looking at my projected income, I've realized that I'm going to have to start doing a backdoor Roth IRA because I will exceed that income limit. Because of that, I opened up a traditional IRA with my same brokerage. In fact, I did something a little bit fancier and I opened up a second Roth IRA with that brokerage as well because my previous Roth IRA was with Betterment and Betterment is not the best platform for these backdoor Roth conversions. So I left my Roth IRA with Betterment, opened up a new one with Vanguard and a traditional IRA with Vanguard to make it really simple. And it's something that I don't think people recognize a lot is you can have as many Roth IRAs as you wish to have. It's just that the income limit is going to be the same across all of them. You can't contribute $6,500 to 10 Roth IRAs. You can only do $6,500 amongst all 10 of your Roth IRAs if that's how many you have. But the backdoor Roth IRA is super simple. When you normally contribute to a Roth IRA, you're just contributing straight to it. So with my Betterment, I set up automatic deposits and that was that. With a backdoor Roth IRA, you have one extra step. You contribute to a traditional IRA and you're gonna contribute up to $6,500. Even though you're contributing to a traditional IRA, it has the same contribution limit as a Roth IRA. You cannot go above $6,500 towards either accounts. When you then contribute to your traditional IRA, you're going to immediately convert your contributions to your traditional IRA to your Roth IRA. There are some sticky rules here. If you already had money in a traditional IRA, you will face a pro rata rule, which we can get into later. If you don't have money in your traditional IRA already, that's perfect. That's exactly where you want to be. It will make tax time so much easier for you. If you already have money in your traditional IRA, we can get into it later in the episode about what to do. But Forewarning, if I were you, I would get money out of the traditional IRA and move it into an employer 401k or into a previous employer's 401k if that's still an option for you. But that's it. Contribute to a traditional IRA and then convert to a Roth IRA. And that is that. It's super simple. And if your traditional IRA is in the same brokerage as your Roth IRA, I think the conversion is just a 24-hour transaction. Like it will show up the next day. When you're doing between two different brokerages, it's going to take a couple more business days. But I know with my Vanguard, it's been pretty instantaneous when I transfer money between accounts. The reason why you want to immediately convert the money from your traditional IRA to your Roth IRA is because if your money is investing in your traditional IRA and it is growing, you're getting capital gains from it, when you convert to your Roth IRA, you will pay taxes on those capital gains. And you just don't want to have to do that. You just don't want to have another tax bill to pay, you know, it's just simpler to just convert it immediately. One thing to know that I hear a lot of people stumble over a little bit is that when you do the backdoor Roth conversions to like a Vanguard account or Fidelity, Charles Schwab, Roth IRA, whatever, it is not invested. That money is put into a money market account within your Roth IRA. You need to then invest it. That's going to be your final step. Once you convert from traditional IRA to Roth IRA, make sure you invest the money. Yes, definitely make sure that you don't leave that money uninvested. I've heard so many people's horror stories of they 
open this account, put it in there, and they think it's going to be automatically invested, but you have to, have to, have to make sure you see those funds get deposited in some sort of investment because it doesn't happen automatically in many cases. So don't let that be you. The backdoor Roth IRA is actually not a new type of IRA. It's been around since 2010 when the U.S. Congress lifted the $100,000 income limit on IRA conversions. Oh, a question. I got DM'd on my Instagram account. Someone was saying that they were looking to open up a backdoor Roth IRA, but they couldn't find where it is on Vanguard's website to open up in their brokerage. And I think it's a common misconception because it's what everyone calls it. No brokerage recognizes it as being called a backdoor Roth IRA. Backdoor Roth IRA is just a normal Roth IRA. If you're looking to open up one, you want to open up a Roth IRA with like Vanguard Fidelity Schwab and a traditional IRA with Vanguard Fidelity Schwab, ideally at the same brokerage so you have faster transactions. But it's not a term recognized by the IRS or by any brokerage. This is a just like a term used colloquially in like the finance space. So we talked about backdoor and now let's talk about mega backdoor. What is it? If you like the idea of a Roth, then you're going to love the supersized version known as a mega backdoor Roth. If fortune smiles on you, this strategy could allow you to stash an extra $40,500 into a Roth IRA or Roth 401k in 2022. The numbers might have changed for 2023, but it can then roll into a mega backdoor Roth. So we were just talking about the backdoor Roth IRA. You do that when you are above the income limit of a Roth IRA, which was $144,000 in 2022. Yeah, so the mega backdoor Roth IRA, there is no income limit. You can contribute to a mega backdoor Roth IRA whether you make $20,000 a year or whether you make a million dollars a year. There's no income limit to it. It is an additional contribution to your Roth IRA on top of your normal $6,500 contribution. The only caveat with the mega backdoor Roth IRA is that your employer must allow it. No, your employer is not going to call a mega backdoor Roth IRA. If you call your employer and you're like, hey, do you offer mega backdoor? They're not going to know what that is. Is a term used in the in the finance space, in kind of the financial influencer space. It's not a known term around the world, quite like 401k or Roth IRA. You will know whether your employer allows it. If you see that your employer allows after-tax contributions to your 401k and they must allow for you to withdraw your after-tax contributions from your 401k. I know my employer, they call it like an in-service withdrawal. And I think that's what most 401k providers are calling it, like in-service withdrawal. But you must be able to withdraw your after-tax contributions to your 401k. So how does it work? It's a little bit more complicated than the backdoor, but it's pretty simple. All you're going to do is contribute money to your after-tax 401k. The limit for it is a little bit more arbitrary because there's an overarching limit for all 401k contributions. And that overarching limit is impacted by your $22,500 401k limit, including your employer match and including any after-tax contributions. So The limit for mega backdoor fluctuates depending on how much your employer is contributing to your 401k. I can't tell you the the straight up limit. That's up to you to figure out for yourself. But roughly the overarching limit is around $66,000, including the $22,500. So that's why it's a little bit arbitrary. But all you're going to do is contribute money to your after-tax 401k. Then you are going to do an in-service withdrawal from your 401k to your Roth IRA at 
an external brokerage. And that's it. It's pretty simple. I think there's just more hoops to jump through because I know for my employer, they only allow you to do an in-service withdrawal twice a year. You don't do it after every paycheck. You just do it. I do it once at the end of the year. It changes from person to person, but that's kind of the, the gist of it. Yeah, this is a great way to take advantage of any leftover cash you might have. Fantastic way to invest it. I would probably recommend maxing out your 401k and your Roth IRA before going to your mega backdoor Roth IRA, but just something to consider. Yeah, we're just opening in an option. Yeah, and I think also just talking about why mega backdoor is awesome is because it's all after-tax money up to maybe over $40,000 a year, depending on what your employer contribution is. One of the questions that I think we get a lot, Batsa, is people asking whether they should contribute to a traditional 401k or a Roth 401k, which the difference there is contribute pre-tax money or contribute after-tax money. And I kind of say like, it's whatever you feel like, but I think that it's good to have a balance of both pre-tax and after-tax money. If you are maxing out your traditional 401k, which is all pre-tax money, The mega backdoor is awesome because you're able to contribute potentially an equal amount of money to after-tax dollars, so then you're 50-50 into both buckets, but still being able to fully max out your traditional 401k. So I think it's awesome because it gives you so much more leeway to balance out your pre-tax and after-tax portfolio. Totally. And there's no income limits on who is eligible to do an IRA conversion. Just to clarify, this is where the backdoor to a Roth opens. The investor is able to make contributions to a traditional IRA that is not subject to income ceilings and then converts it into a Roth IRA. So this loophole that we're discussing, it's legal for now. I think it's questionable if it'll be legal in the future, just given the current economic and political policies that have been in debate. But For now, we're chilling. We're good. So take advantage of it while it's there because they can't take it away from you after the fact. So definitely worth getting a head start on this. True. And I'm so glad you brought that up, Budza, because I think it was at the beginning of 2022, they were talking about taking away the mega backdoor or backdoor Roth IRA. One of those. I forget. But yeah, these are tax loopholes and it's a privilege right now. Take advantage of it while it's here, but don't count on it being here 20 years from now, just like Budza said. Totally. And these tax-deductible contributions, alternatively, an investor could use pre-tax dollars to make tax-deductible contributions to a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k, which Maeve kind of mentioned earlier. You can then convert them into a Roth IRA. So keep in mind the taxes will likely be owed on such conversions because the traditional IRA contributions were tax-deferred. So that is something to also consider when you go to take out this money. I think two high-income earners with simplified employee pension individual retirement accounts, the SEP IRAs or the Savings Incentive Match Plan for Employees uh, Individual Retirement Accounts, the simple IRAs, if, if those are things that you're a part of, are eligible to do backdoor IRA conversions as well. The this, this strategy may be worth considering if you're expecting to be in a higher tax bracket upon retirement. So the rules applying to a SEP IRA are similar to traditional IRAs, and income taxes will be owed on the balance converted to Roth. So definitely keep that in mind, and that's exactly why we say consult a financial advisor or a tax tax planner just so you have a better idea. The simple IRA must be held at least two years before conversion to avoid a 25% penalty. So that's also a huge thing to consider is taxes will be owed on that converted balance. You're saying like, even if you are anticipating that your income is going to be close to 
$144,000 for a single filer, then it's good to just do backdoor Roth IRA from the start. You won't be penalized for doing backdoor Roth IRA if you are below the contribution limit for a Roth IRA, but you will be penalized if you don't do it and your income ends up being above $144,000. It's better to be safe than sorry because totally. it's really sticky and messy when you have to backtrack your Roth contributions. I know one person who had to do it and it was not fun. It was a big headache, a nightmare, and they ended up hiring like a tax planner to help them out with it because it was so complicated. So if you think that your income just might be, like if you are doing meow tell when you're like taking off with your meow tell side hustle, then just go ahead and do backdoor. It's better safe than sorry. Totally. And so the tax, tax implications of backdoor Roth conversion. So typically, if the contribution to the traditional IRA is made as a lump sum and immediately converted to a Roth IRA, tax bill risks are likely to be minimal. But there are complicating factors with respect to taxes and conversion rules to consider. Aggregation and pro rata rules, the IRS treats backdoor Roth IRA conversions as income. And if the investor has one or more traditional IRAs with sizable assets, the conversion could push the investor into a higher tax bracket for that year. So the IRS sees funds going into any of your IRAs in the aggregate. This means that tax deferred and after-tax contributions are totaled together as if it's one big pie. Say a traditional IRA already exists from a rollover and it was never taxed and you open a new traditional IRA for the purpose of conversion to backdoor Roth IRA, the taxes owed upon conversion depend on the ratio of untaxed IRA assets to already taxed IRA assets. This is called the pro rata rule. If untaxed rollover IRA assets swamp the after-tax contributions to the new IRA, the new IRA assets will be taken into consideration for tax purposes upon conversion. So I know that sounds like a lot, but the aggregation rule does not apply to retirement plans such as 401ks, 403bs, and profit-sharing plans or inherited IRAs. For a married filing jointly tax return, a spouse's IRA would not be aggregated because taxable calculations for IRAs are made on an individual basis. Yeah, and so I I mentioned that earlier in the episode of if you already have money in a traditional IRA, I would look to move it out if you're looking to do backdoor Roth IRA. Um, Does not really matter if you're trying to do mega backdoor, but with backdoor, it's crucial that you don't keep money in your traditional IRA. A lot of people, when they leave their old employer, they'll roll over their 401k into a traditional IRA, which is great. I don't think that's bad advice, but if you're looking to do a backdoor Roth IRA, that's not great advice. If your employer allows it, I would look to move your traditional IRA assets into your traditional 401k with your current employer, only if your employer allows it. I know some employers are nice and they are happy to do it. Some are not so much, but... I would definitely look into that and then also consult a tax planner to see if there's other ways to move your pre-tax assets out of your traditional IRA into some other vehicle so that you can avoid the pro rata rule when you do a backdoor Roth. Okay, so the bottom line in all of this is A, make sure you contact a professional if you're planning to do this and B, backdoor Roth conversions allow high income individuals to reap the benefits of a Roth IRA that would typically be out of reach. It's a clever strategy used to remove the income restrictions bearing high earners from contributing to a Roth IRA. The backdoor Roth IRA process is more complicated than it would be at first instance, but 
the back to Roth IRA process, it, it seems difficult, but trust me, it's not. It, it's one of those things that's, it's like budgeting. It's scarier looking at it, but once you're actually doing it, you're like, oh, this was super easy. So several critical factors to be considered are income level, federal and state taxes, and conversion rules. So this can help the individual investors, you or whoever's thinking about this, determine whether a backdoor Roth is a worthwhile option for them. Oh, one thing to also consider is online, you can literally Google any IRA calculator and you can figure out what works best for you. Or even when you find, if you happen to have someone who does your taxes, just talk to them. If you had them do your taxes last year, they might be able to give you a good idea of whether you should consider doing backdoor in 2023 or if you probably won't hit the income limit go consult a calculator online or talk to your tax professional if you have hired one or not oh i was gonna say it's funny because i just did my first mega backdoor ever this past week and it was probably the scariest financial move i've ever made just because it seems like you're sending money into the abyss like you know your 401k your roth ira are connected but there's just so many business days in between when you see your money leave your account versus when you see it land in your Roth IRA. And I can say, just from my experience, like it's intimidating. Both of these loopholes, tax loopholes, are intimidating at first, but they're really not too bad. And I can say from experience, like I was double checking everything, make sure I had everything exactly right. And it wasn't, it really wasn't too bad. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. And I think there's a first time for everything, obviously, but the processes are actually not that bad. Just double check your notes, look on NerdWallet. That's one of my favorite sources. And I also talked to some other people at my current employer who have done the mega backdoor to see if there's anything I should be aware of and they were able to help me and it was great. So don't be intimidated because this is an awesome way to save more money in a tax advantaged way. But I know we've been talking about this for so long, and we said that mega backdoor Roth IRAs are only open if your employer so allows, not all employers offer. If your employer does not offer mega backdoor, do not get FOMO. You can still contribute to a taxable brokerage, which is fantastic. This isn't the end of the world, not being able to do this, but it's an awesome way. And if you have the ability to do mega backdoor and you have extra cash at the end of the month, I would highly consider doing it. It's awesome. Perfect. And I know we talked about a lot, but I think it's time for money moves. Yeah. So actually, funny enough, my money move was going to be that I did my mega backdoor this past week, but I felt like, you know, that's kind of predictable with this episode. So I wanted to switch it up. I think a money move could also be something that saves me time and energy. And I just had to get a new phone and I'm so happy I had a password organizer on my phone because then when I transferred to my new phone I was able to log into my password app and I had all my passwords and I was able to log into all my accounts and it was such a seamless transition and I feel like whenever I save time it gives me back time to work on this podcast or work on other endeavors that can help make me money so um, that's kind of a money move I felt like that increased the quality of my life having a password manager on my phone Yeah, no, that's an awesome money move, Maeve. I think like saving time. I I think a while ago on my Instagram, it's like I post, I made a post and it was like why you should value time over money sometimes and how sometimes maybe paying a little bit extra money for an Uber, paying extra money for this thing. And if it's going to save you time, it's totally worth it. But my money move is I started making my 2023 list of goals. So I'm really excited. But yeah, no, I mean, so I basically made my 
2023 goals, a list of them. So I'm not done, but I started to do that and I'm really excited. So while it's not really money, money related, I think thinking ahead and planning for the future or at least things that I want to do in next year helps me figure out, okay, how should I budget? How should I allocate things um, differently as I start to think about next year? Mm -hmm. Me too. I love making goals. And we were just talking about how like time is money. And I think making goals for the next year also helps me allocate my energy of like, where am I going to focus on for the next year? You know, like my focusing on my health and fitness and my focusing on traveling the world. Like, you know, it's hard to do everything and we want to do everything, but making goals helps us hone down on, okay, what am I actually focusing on? And I think it's super rewarding. I think it saves you so much time making goals, clear goals of what you're doing. That's awesome, Bata. I, I want to hear your goals whenever we uh, chat next. Yeah, for sure. I'm still working on them, but I'm excited. Yeah. 2023 should be a good year, hopefully for all of us, a better year for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, super exciting. I can't believe it's almost 2023. I feel like I it's think just 2020. This episode, yeah, this episode's going to be our last episode of 2022. Oh my gosh, you're right. This comes out the day after Christmas? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then it'll be, yeah, there's a last episode of 2023. Aww. Oh, that, then, then my money move was perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was. I actually was just making my 2023 goals because I want to make an Instagram post. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, oh my gosh, that's awesome, Vata. Look at us. But I know. yeah, we hope everybody has a fantastic end of the year and a even more fantastic beginning of the new year. I remember... When it first turned 2022, I was thinking, oh, it would be so cool to make a podcast. And then we talked about it together, Vatsa, and it took us a little bit to get going, trying to figure out all the logistics and how it actually works. And I'm just proud that we did it. Even though we started in June, it's now December 2022, and we're still going. We're on season two, and we haven't lost steam, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, we're doing good. I'm proud of us. Yeah, so just looking on... Looking back on the past year, we're really thankful and we're so happy to have so many people listening to us every week. Yeah, but with that, I think we can wrap up. If you have any questions, just feel free to DM us on Instagram at Gals Getting Rich or comment on any of our posts and we will respond to you there. And we will look forward to seeing you guys in the new year. Bye, guys. Thanks, everyone. Much love. Bye.